Yeah, it's clear to me now that I am definitely failing in one element even to organize for myself. Maybe I should make a list here, to be honest. But that is in the element of what it is to just day-to-day -day find you're living a happy life. Or that you aren't living a, an unhappy life. Um, I know that sounds like a stupid nuance to, to even think is relevant, but the reason it is relevant is because the number one thing that your human experience came wired with is the ability to use your mind <clears throat> to put you in healthier states of existence overall. In fact, I think the pros at this can just do that now. I am so far from professional when it comes to mental gymnastics. Well, maybe not the gymnastics part. Well, yeah, what is it? Mental shenanigans? That I'm good at. But when it comes to mental fluidity, mental resiliency, mental um, um, dexterity, mental fortitude, all of those make me cringe because my history of choking is cringeworthy and I do go into a mental game feeling at least I have a chance but I don't expect that I won't underachieve or in some oh there we go again way come up with not my best and that is pathetic but I earned that pathetic mindset by continually putting too much pressure on myself to just allow myself to exist and take what comes. And in that freedom of overthinking, overanalyzing, and over what if, what if, what if, what if, projecting outcomes that are ultimately just time wasted. Well, I know where I learned all that nervous energy, and it is time wasted. It took a long time to think that that wasn't just something I wasn't doing enough of. I didn't understand that that's what I was doing way too much of. You cannot expect to calculate enough of the forces in play to cover the quantum entanglements and non-locality unpredictability that comes with the action of collapsing the waves. Go out with whatever you brought that brings the best results for you, generally, your kindness, whatever that is, your fear, fearlessness, maybe that's what you've got. I am not fearless. Fearlessness? <laughs> yeah. No. I am scaredy-catted, not fearless. So... You have your inner core. You know it. You know what that inner core says you're here to do. I know you do. I've always had that. And if that's how lost you are, that when you look inside, you can't even come up with, well, fundamentally, it matters to me that anybody who is being overlooked gets noticed. That is a flag I will plant in my own backyard and say, hey, that matters. When I see somebody getting overlooked, I am going to make sure they are noticed. Okay.
And there you go. That's the first step toward figuring out who you are. And maybe that's the only thing you have going for you, is that you know that those situations irk you. All right, so go do something about those. But maybe you know that you are here to, um, to ferret out the darkest, most heinous underbelly of activity that we are up to. Maybe you are the ultimate champion of justice. And you know that if you don't make this world cleanse itself in the bath of forgiveness and goodness, that you will not have served your purpose. Maybe you came with that kind of hero's mentality. Well, frankly, the world could use you, so go for it. But not many of us come with that much purpose. I know I didn't. I didn't come with any. Zero. I have zero purpose. I didn't understand that you can build purpose and a purposeful life by just allowing that which you are the most to be the behavior you contribute into the world at will until the world starts seeing, oh, that's what you're like, bro. Okay, here's what you get back. You get situations to be helpful. You get opportunities to grow in your understanding. And when there's someone out there who's all gummed up, you'll have the wherewithal to see it and forgive them. Now, other stuff you're going to find chaotic and off balance, but come back to these three at all times. These are your base, and you will never let down yourself down as long as you can say those were being attended to. You'll get through reconciling jealousy and anger and disappointment and even some self-loathing, because how do you go through life without it? But you won't be handicapped. You won't be tied in knots. You won't be ready to quit or even locking the door from the inside saying do not provide maid service nobody wanted again well okay the cleaning lady could show up that would be sweet <laughs> but that's not happening so living alone living alone living alone well at least you know that the only reason the bathtub is still dirty is because you still didn't clean it. The best part about living alone, every job is yours and all accountability is yours. The worst part about living alone, um, is there a part that's not good? I guess the fact that you have to do all the dishes. I mean, but you still have to do your half anyway, right? I mean, you're only doing the dishes you use. You certainly have control over which pots are dirty, so and there's a lot of upside there that you would give up in cohabitation. But you do not have the simple, rhythmic goodness of another human in your orbit. I don't believe any of us, <clears throat> after hermiting up as much as I really can, I don't believe any of us are built for a solo adventure. I think some of us are not built for the kind of companionship adventure that is, I do, happily ever after, I hope for that part too. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we're living to be 80, 90 years old with regularity. A 70-year pilot, co-pilot commitment to me, I'm not even sure I would want it. And I'm not trying to be ungrateful of the long-term commitment value. I see it in what my parents have achieved. It is 
it is the kind of you can only applaud at something that would have taken 30 years you're not going to be able to recoup to achieve when you see its rewards and success in another iteration of human experience I have no opportunity to pretend that I can see the value of what their strength of commitment has provided I have to live with the opposite of that which is to know the limitation that my fear of commitment has hindered and that I'm okay with seeing as a hindrance because it reminds me that most of the way that I got to that point was my fault I could have had so many different simple opportunities to behave in a in a more contributing way to my own want to have a family situation work out goal if I really meant that at any point in life I never showed it I never had an inkling of effort to make that a priority I just assumed I was cool enough and funny enough and witty enough to attract the right girl with the right circumstance to shape me up into marriage material that was my plan well it worked nobody took that burden on because everybody saw that that's a project that even I wasn't involved or committed to so that lie I was telling myself I thought somebody would come along and say oh you're so iconoclastic I'm going to take on your eclectic stupidity and get the occasional laugh every 13 days and say oh it's so worth it it's so worth it that was funny no again I don't know that I was lying to myself but I really did think that my plan was going to work I'm surprised it didn't up until four years ago well maybe eight years ago when I started to see well that was not probably enough effort to just think I could bounce into the right basket and it would be one that would say you don't go anywhere buddy you put this ring on your finger oh okay yeah finally somebody fixed me well no now I know I was I wasn't ready for marriage ever I might have been ready for a parenthood and had I been a woman I'm sure I'd have three kids because somewhere along the line that would have been some sort of way that I would have fulfilled the emptiness I guarantee it and I'm not in any way trying to assume that there is a mother out there that doesn't um, that works under some sort of hole filling um, isolation in their in their life to to bring a child in to fill that hole no but I know who I was so what would children have been they would have been the chance to either prove that I had something in my heart to stand up for those in need and be there for them or prove that I didn't and lose every sense of respect self-respect that I thought was still available to distribute so perhaps in some ways I sabotaged all those situations to keep myself from having to face the ultimate ugly truth that if children had gotten involved then I would experience a life that even I would find unlivable I don't know would that outcome be possible yeah but I don't live in some sort of fantasy that that would have happened I'm just saying I now see 
how out of balance I was. And that's not a situation in which I can guarantee anything goes right, especially anything involving other people on whom I will be their depend. They will be <laughs> depending on my grammar because they will not speak the English well. They will speak it not goodly, and it will be my fault. And I'm not saying I don't have some sense of duty, moral obligation to those who I might bother into the world, but I also don't know it. I don't know that um, I would have bombed on stage trying to be on an open mic night in a comedy club, but I'm 95% on that. So I'm 95% on kids. That's a comfort that I now live with easily. So I don't know how life moves and flows to put us in places that we can almost feel an opportunity to reinvent or rethink this is a point in life going forward that I'm going to call my fourth quarter, my third quarter, my, um, what, fourth street? Cribbage heads. It is your shot every single moment of every day to have that epiphany. Because really, until that epiphany comes, well, then it's just going to be a matter of responding to text messages, figuring out what you forgot to get when you went to the grocery store, and deciding if you can, in fact, get to work before you get gas, or you're going to actually be late and stranded. Well, again, I know we're not here on Earth to figure out those little pretzels. This society we're in offers too many of those pretzels, so we do have plenty of them on our platter. But that isn't the point of life, right? It can't be. Because that is not you being you. That is you dealing with your environment in the best possible way so that you can get through the day with enough energy to make mac and cheese before you flip on a TV show and fall asleep. Well, to me, that's not much better. So what are you doing in life that you say, being a human is a miracle, and this is the reason it's a miracle, and I was put on this earth to do this. What in your day answers those questions? And if it's nothing, well then start earning activities that do fulfill the question of, why am I here, and am I doing it right? Oh yeah, that does make it all worthwhile. Something does. For you, what is it? Well, if you don't know, at least you have all the opportunity in the world to go out and try everything. I would start with the piano and work your way to the oboe, but if you think it's the oboe, I don't deny you the opportunity to try. I don't know myself. I always thought, am I the best oboe player in the world? No. Well, how do I know? Let's face it, I'm not. <laughs>